boyfriend unless they're in an open relationship. Like, tell people what you want. Like, if you want to have mm. your fucking feet tickled, tell them that. If you want to be back to the feet tickling. You think I want to be in a relationship during COVID so that they could fucking kill me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Dangerous I don't want your dick or your pussy near me and no contact obeying this whole six foot measurement so you don't fucking kill me with this fucking COVID. But, oh. you know, have fun with the, what's left of your relationship. Have fun. I'm I'm so horny right now. I've been masturbating to I <laughs> my imagination is so vivid. I've been masturbating to podcasts. Like I uh, I listen to old podcasts with like me and my paramour, the boy that I'm in love with, and I just listen. Well, I to went them. 45 minutes without a sip of a drink or smoke, so I was like, "Yo, is this a while before I lose my shit?" <laughs> Don't lose your shit, girl. <laughs> yeah, last thing you want to see is nice meltdown. Now that is going to be a shit show. <laughs> oh, I have so many shit what, jokes. So what about masturbating? Oh, I know. Well, here's the other thing. I thought that flip, I was masturbating. that being wrong? I live in a huge apartment complex, and I thought I was masturbating to my neighbors having sex, but it was really just my cats, like, play fighting in the other room, oh. and I still finished. I still finished, because my cats, my cats are hot. They're making noises. I'm listening to these fucking pussy noises. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I know. I love my cats. I, if I didn't have my tell. cats right now in these COVID times, I'd be... I'd be completely out of my mind crazy. It's, I, I mean. You wouldn't be out of your mind crazy if you didn't I have live on cats. my own and I've been in the whole quarantine phase since March 13th. So, yeah, I understand it. March Literally, if I leave my house, it's to do my goddamn laundry. I did my laundry in my tub today. Because I, I didn't oh, want to leave. Oh, that's gangster. So I used hot water. You'd be surprised. My sheets, I put them in the thing and I made it all with hot water. And the water turned yellow almost immediately. And I'm like, I haven't peed in bed in like years because I've, I've been sober for this almost year. I was like, how Well, Pam, you saw my outfit, right? What's the question? Like, you saw my outfit. You saw my outfit. I looked like I'm going to a bomb squad. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Keep the glasses on when it's dark so no one can see your eyes. Good. Accurate. Pancake, I feel like you're trying to, you're trying to say something. Say something. <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, wait, she looks like someone's been talking about her too much. I'm just doing pancakes ah. jokes. I'm a terrible Ooh, person. Ooh, I ever power someone, please tell me to shut the fuck up, and I won't take it personally. Oh, no, you're amazing. Okay, Shannon. My cat's name is Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, really? And she's a girl. She's a girl. She's a feminist. She's, Break she's those a gender feminist. roles pussy and her name is Mr. Poopy Butthole and I love it because she doesn't really answer to Mr. But when I'm like Poopy Poopy Butthole, she looks at me and I'm like, yeah, that's my cat. Yeah. She's a good cat. Wubba lubba dub dub. I know wubba lubba dub dub. It means in my, in bird speak, that means I'm very very sad and want to kill myself. <laughs> no! I'm in a lot of pain. Right. I'm in a lot of pain. He knows I'm the actual great pain. It means I'm wubba lubba dub dub means I'm in a lot of pain. Excruciating amount. Did you did everyone see the most recent the ninth? No, stop. Here's, no, I know. That's the thing, is that <laughs> Was that, that the planet or no, is that? Stop. 
Well, it's just the the new um, the new Rick and Morty came out last night, and yeah. so I used oh, to be yeah. excited oh, about Sundays yeah. because of Westworld because that's the best thing that ever happened in the history of ever. But now oh, I'm, I'm like, with the Westworld. Do you not watch Westworld? Mm-hmm. <gasps> what joy and wonderment you have ahead for you! Wow, Honestly, you have a full three seasons to be like, oh my God, Evan Rachel Wood is the most amazing actress who ever. And then the AI stuff. Oh, spoiler, 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 spoiler. spoiler. No spoiler. Yeah. But please, oh, your whole life's ahead of you. You get to watch Westworld. Oh. Okay. You don't. No one. I know no one cares about Westworld but me. I made boys watch it with me last night from two to three in the morning. Two boys watched Westworld with me, and I was like totally talking through the whole thing, and. (laughs) They were like Classic. sort of sleeping, sort of awake, and I was like, "This is the best moment of my life. They're watching the thing that I love." <laughs> Same. Do you think so? You don't think it's wrong to talk during watching movies or shows? No. I feel like it's essential. Makes I it think better. it's fine as long as you know you're not putting the whole horny sound into the background. Then yeah, I don't see a problem. There's a show here at the station called, on Sundays, called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman, where they literally watch a movie, but you don't hear the movie. They just talk over the movie, but they ask you to start the movie at the same time that they start it, because there's all these free movies on YouTube. Okay, here's the best. Has anyone seen Los Enchiladas? Have any of you seen Mitch Hedberg's movie that he wrote and directed and starred in in 1999? It is free on YouTube. It's called Los Enchiladas. It is horrible. It has Mark Maron. It has Dave Attell. Oh, wow. It's Pam, I'm sorry. I was a six-year-old. I don't think it was appropriate for a six-year-old. No, probably not. Probably not. Wouldn't make sense. (laughs) I know I love so you said I have abortions older than you. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> dark. Well, proof of a millennial, right? Oh, I guess. My first abortion was in 93, so clearly older than you. Those babies would be yeah. millennials or something, right? I was born well, in 90. Clearly I'm something, right? Right, oh. right dude? Oh, you're something. Yep, so- Shannon. <laughs> You're, you're all New York comedians. How are we here right now? What is happening? I mean, Pancake brought me. Blame Will. But it's all Will. He started this gang. And happy to be part of it, yo. Yeah, now you're in it. So. And you're all just New York comedians that are working it out. New York, New Jersey comedians. New yeah, Jersey. East Coast. What is it like? Like, um, so I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of comedy at uh, Lines in that um, Trader Joe's on a Saturday at uh, California and Hyde. There's a line that it takes like an hour to get in there, and I just do jokes at the top of the line. I've also been doing jokes at a place called Gus's, which is on 17th Street. I can't do it at Rainbow Grocery because it's underneath the, um, the... the freeway and so it's too loud and so they can't hear me but i've been doing lines i go i walk around when the sun is out and i go to the grocery store and i stand out there and i yell jokes at them nice i invite you to do the same (laughs) oh yeah sounds like a good they're great audiences they laugh 
They're great. You can tell them your Twitter. You can give them your Venmo. They've given me money. <laughs> like, oh, nice. I'm like, my Venmo is Mutiny Radio. And they're like, all right. And they, I'm like, it's a Patreon, too. Did you want a Patreon? And they, but. Keep walking. There's no, no they're, they're in line. They're a captive oh, nice. audience. That's the whole thing. And so I invite you to find your captive audience and just go to Safeway or Ralph's or I don't know what the fuck your store is called. Like, Quigley's. Quigley's? I don't know. But do jokes in front of them. I have, um, I have also I have, I have a tiny PA that has a, um, that has a battery life. So I've been doing it from my apartment. I've been uh, just doing comedy on my uh, fire escape. And I put the oh, thing nice. out there and I just yell at everybody because why not? Yeah, right? Why not? What are you guys doing for stage time? Are you not losing your... So for me, I need stage time. I need so much stage time and I don't know what to do. I have 14 hours live on air and that's not enough. What are you doing for stage time? Zoom open mics in ah. this. And how do you feel about those? I think I'm still, uh, you know, doing the same because I'm bombing. But you know, <laughs> you but I think I've. You can't tell when people are laughing though, because everyone... you can't sometimes. I mean, like you can see them smiling or giggling when you. Cool dog, but you have to. Th that's the problem with uh, Zoom open mics is that comedians are all narcissists, so you have to have them all on that's mute, true. mute because they're doing their own thing. I've been doing some poetry open mics, and all of their Zooms are just open, but they're so respectful of one another that they stay quiet. It's crazy. But comedians, now you got to mute them. I heard that you can't bomb at an open mic. What did you say, Pink? What? You, you just can't bomb at an open mic. It's impossible. So bomb? Can you bomb at an open mic? Is it oh, possible? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's not possible. You can still feel it. I, I, There's nothing on the line. I have an open mic. I've bombed in every context. <laughs> like, uh, whose dog? What kind of dog is it? It's a Jack. <gasps> a Jack Russell? Oh, he got. This it's is a his mix. diatribe. Tell us what is he's doing a monologue right now. Tell us what his monologue is. What is he saying? He's mad. He's he's angry because uh, a friend's staying over and he like was making like noises and then dog bugged out because it was like not having that. So he's alone now and he's screaming. That's what he was telling him to get the fuck out. Mm. Well. Uh, so who is anybody? Uh, is anybody into cats? Does anyone bow to their alien overlords, the cats, with one paw? I have a cat. Does anyone yeah, bow with cats. one paw like the Chinese? You know, like the <laughs> I bow to my alien overlords, the cats. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I used to have one cat, and he was the best cat that ever catted, and then he died. And now I had to get two cats to try to replace my one cat. And they're still not good enough. The two cats are not as good as my one cat. Do oh, I have sorry. to get a third cat? I don't want a third There's a cat. A lot of cats don't get a third cat. Do you prefer to become a cat lady? I can't get a third cat because my litter box. Every time I go potty, full. 
Oh, I know. Every time I go potty, I clean the litter box. And if I had a third cat, it'd be impossible. And my, my apartment's too small to have a second litter box, so. Oh. I know. Have it, has anyone ever... I did this once. One time, I peed in my own litter box to see how much urine I actually clumped. Has anyone else done I, that? I appreciate uh, sacrificing for science. So, <laughs> thank you for that. Just got to pee in the litter box. It's a lot. It's, it's really just a waste of litter. Don't do that. There's, uh, you you want to see get how... A lot in? You want to see how big your bladder is? Pee into your cat's box, and then you're like, "Wow, that is." Is a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. It's a lot of fit. It's a lot of pee. It's a lot of pee. I'm sure. I feel like we should play like Truth or Dare or something. Dogs again. Truth or Dare. Yeah. East Coast Truth or Dare. Kiss your dog on the mouth. Like in, the, in front of the camera? Was that yeah, what, kiss your dog on the mouth. That'll get you off? I kiss my normal? cat on the mouth all the time. I take my cat I, and I... Does it taste like pussy? Baby. baby, baby dog, come on. <laughs> Ask your dog to come on, come on. Oh, maybe I'll tickle its, tickle its feet. Oh! You know, and actually you should do that. Um, my ex-husband was a veterinarian, and you should always, when you get a new dog, or any dog, you should always play with their feet. Because if you don't, right. sometimes they go to the veterinarian and the veterinarian plays with their feet and they bite them. So you should oh. always, there's two things you should always do when you get a new puppy. One, you should play with their feet all the time. Two, you should put your fingers in their mouth all the time. And mm -hmm. then they learn not to bite scary things. That's good advice. I'll give that in mind next time I, I get know, I know. It's puppy. Big, 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 big news. Not big comedy news, but... Are you on, are you on Facebook? We're boring everybody. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm Pam like Benjamin. Here. I'm the only... I mean, there's a lot of Pam Benjamins, but I'm the one that looks like... Are there? There's a lot. Yes. Surprising. And some of them also teach children, which is weird. Uh, like, <laughs> they're like summer camp counselors or whatever, and I'm like, I know, me too. Uh, but <laughs> most of them are, are, are portly. I can still do handstands and cartwheels, which means if I hang out with small children, I'm cool. <laughs> is, that, is that what that means? Yes. Or just, you're lonely. <laughs> no, I just, hey, uh, gotta keep your, oh, he's putting another light on me. Oh, there's so much light on my face, it's too much. Oh, you get so the five minute much. mark? No, there's the no, there's no, there's no time limit on anything. We're just, <laughs> that's, we'll have no time limits. It's super late for you guys, but for us, oh, it's yeah. super early. I made a whole chicken. It? Hey, it's one o'clock. That's so early. Oh, speaking of which, it's one o'clock, which means every hour, I actually post on virtual the virtual events page, worldwide virtual events on Facebook, every single freaking hour, so we can party all day and all night. Yeah. And feel on the virtual events yourself, or any comedy or anything else. Like I said, it's all about anything virtual. Thank you, Shen. Well, all and of you. Any time that you want, you can, like right now we're streaming live on mutinyradio.fm, but you, let's be oh, nice. friends on Facebook and we can do weird streaming things. We've been doing script readings here. We've been doing oh, cool. all kinds of weird shit just to try to be like, eh, I got radio waves. I got listeners. Got to use them up. Yeah. I got to I got to do something. Like how much. Tilted cone in the house. What's good, TC? I how posted in the chat. I posted in the chat with three of us so you can see for yourselves. Yeah. Okay, Shannon. 
just pop in to say some so what did any of you like run open mics before this were you all like are you like serious i'm new i'm 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 new to comedy it's just started in october 2019. i only did it one time (laughs) in what year Uh, 2016. Right. Yes. You've been doing it for years. Come on. Comes in and you out just said it once, and and your internal monologue has been going on for years, so you're fine. Oh yeah, deaf, deaf. That's been what's happening. So you started in October of uh, mm-hmm. 2019, and you're just like, yeah. oh, and then now the COVID, you're like, how do I find oh, yeah, an audience? Crush my dreams. Mm. We're right. we're super lucky here at Mutiny that um, every Friday I have a show where um, I don't publicize it at all, but it's, it's just for the neighbors. So the people mm-hmm. that live in this neighborhood, and I put out this sign, and I'm like, hey, stand six feet apart, and we're having live comedy, and I put the, I put the speakers outside, and I turn the volume way up, and they, okay, they're out there, and they laugh. So like, I've got the only actual <laughs> stage time in San Francisco, and it's great. And it's forced me to like work really cool. hard. Because I know that on Fridays, I've got an hour, and I've got four comics, and I'm hosting, and I'm like, uh, and I like, oh, nice. craft my stuff, and I've been writing new stuff, but it's because oh, I used to do like 12 open mics a week, and now I've got oh, one opportunity once a week, <gasps> and so it's just, it just condensed, <gasps> it's just condensed my shit, but you guys can call in, you can send me stuff. Send me MP3s. Send me weird shit. I'll play whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. Well, how do we send that to you? Uh, Mutiny Radio Director at Gmail dot com. Okay. Wait, let me write that down. Mutiny Radio Director at Gmail dot com. Honestly, anybody, send me if you're at home and you're writing songs and you're like, I'm in my house and I'm writing songs. Send me the songs. If you're doing jokes, send you the songs. Send me. Anything. I, I mean, I. So, Mutiny Radio at what? Mutiny at Radio Director at gmail.com. But Mutiny Radio is mutinyradio.fm, and we stream live, and it's a free speech bastion. You can fuck swear all you want. You can do anything oh, yeah. you want. Doesn't That's hot. matter. And it does matter. Does it matter? Who, who knows? <laughs> what matters? Andrew, mm-hmm. do you do Facebook or not? What? I'm doing Facebook, yeah. Yeah, can you send that to me in like a messenger chat or something, so I don't forget it? Okay. Pancake is Patrick Daniel Bickham. That's who he really is in real life. But he's I Pancake. I do Facebook because email was kind of like too retro for me to like do. I if I have to do email, literally my mom still actually checks my email. You might so, have to do it though, just to send it to her. Where you're better off like the safety measure of my own Facebook account. What's so. your mom's name? I'm gonna send her some pictures. Hey, helicopter parents, right? <laughs> no, no. So I mean, honestly, it's not that I don't want to add as far as like messages and shit, but like God forbid it goes like beyond the whole PG level. <laughs> I don't want God forbid. To read God it. forbid. <laughs> I can love your mom too. Come on. Moms need love too. Yeah. I know I love. Yeah. So that is why I was like. That's why I. That's why I asked him. Does he do like Facebook or something? And he could just like message me the email. Why don't you write, why don't you write the, the down real quick? We're all... Yeah, that would involve me actually getting out of bed and showing my bare ass. So. Show it, show it, show it, show us the butt. Show us the butt. Show us the butt. There's no Is video. Being... Meow, meow. 
Shipstream. No, we're just we're just, just audio. No, we're just audio here at Muni Radio. You know, past messages. You know the past. You know calls that we've had. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know. Hey, Andrews. Well, it's why yes. did why did Snapchat ever start except to show people's weird dicks? Like why? It's a 10-second right? thing that only exists for a certain amount of time. When I heard about Snapchat in the beginning, I'm like, oh, so weird dudes can show their dicks to people without, like, you know. Repercussions. Repercussions. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's, it's let's, fine as long as, I guess you, you know. Call it that. As long as someone doesn't say the word no, I don't see a problem with that. I'm, if nobody gets, says no, then it's not a problem. Everyone so gets bold. up in arms about Louis C.K., and I say, hey, dude. You want to jack off in front of me? Fuck yeah. Talk about your pathetic little dick and jack off in front of me. I can't wait. I would be so excited. And everyone's like, ugh, Louis K is weird. I'm like, did you listen just, to any of this material? Would you, wouldn't you let him jack off in front of you? Like, I'm super into that. Are you getting, I would, are you getting paid? No, I don't need it's to be like, paid. I want to oh. see. It's like you're getting paid in a different way. Oh, but then you'd have the leverage. You know, guys jack off, women, you know, hold and vibrate their titties. <laughs> hold and vibrate. Is that, is that what happens? Uh, I don't know how That's how I understand it. Yeah. I, Basic anatomy. I've always yeah. been excited about the concept of someone masturbating to a picture of me, but... Oh, my goodness. Yes, but that's why <laughs> oh I, didn't, I didn't let myself have a cell phone camera for 10 years. I still have... I'll show you my phone. Look, it's dumb phone. Well, Pam, there's two options as far as women. Oh, guys wow. have one, I have a dumb phone. Guys have the whole you know, masturbation thing. Women have the top side and the whole vibrator on the bottom side. Mm. Top side, bottom side. I tried Got to make it. it. I tried to make my ass clap today. Here's the thing I learned because I was, trying to, I I was trying to shake my booty. I can shake it, but I can't make it clap. I think that white women can Specific only... Specific muscle. Well, I think, they're, I think that white women can only make their ass like golf clap. Like it's a, it's like a, it's like a, it's a quiet clap. It's a... Little... Mm. Kind of a sad murmur. It's a murmur. It's a murmur. It's a muscle clap. I tried. It's a polite It'd be a good clap. experiment for me. Because I think I've done plenty of experiments over the years. Mm-hmm. You're a scientist. <laughs> It'd be I a good mean... test. I want to see if I pass. Here's the thing, though. If I was to be a scientist and I was to study ass clapping, I wouldn't do it with women. I'd do it with men. And I don't think that men with hot asses can make their asses. I don't think you need to do it with men or women. Here's the COVID style find a pole, <laughs> ride it on the side of your ass, and see how much you can make a goddamn sound. It's COVID that's style. Get it on film. Get it on film. <laughs> You'll write that down. That's the COVID version, right? No that's concept. COVID, that's the COVID clap. That's what they call that. Limit, right? oh, oh. Nothing wrong with a pole. First, right? you have to cough on the pole, and then. Well, then you could always just put the freaking what the Lysol and just spray it, so you oh, get the yeah, Lysol up your ass. Inject it on your bum. Well, that's what our president said: is that we're supposed to put Lysol inside our bodies. Are you a good American? Exactly, yeah. pancake. You It'll get it. Make our asses clap better, I guess. Yeah, you know, just put Lysol in the fucking pole and go yes. get it on. Get it yeah. on. Oh, John's back. Oh, this is great. Like oh, said, wow. You're live, right, Pam? So we are live. You're live on unirradio.fm. You can hear us live streaming all over this. the world. This, this is going to get interesting. <laughs> oh, John. Hey, guess what? You're live. Oh, I love it that you have, like, your own community of people. 
that yeah, are, it's a gang. Oh yeah, we all know who we are. Mm. Yeah. When are you we coming out to San Francisco? I have a. You might not know this, but I run a comedy festival. I've run it for five years, so I can't wait for That'd you to come great. out. If if Mobbykins lets me leave the state, maybe I'll get the freaking you know award for the most yeah. traveled autistic in the world. Yeah. Actually, good trophy to have. We Holy fuck! <laughs> Dan is the star of the autistic film festival. <laughs> yeah, I probably would be. Hashtag boss. Hashtag. Seven. Hashtag, I see. The only hashtag I know is the one in your underwear, Shannon. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. We're getting somewhere now. We're well, cooking. the only hashtag I see is in your pants. Same. Exactly. Exactly. My ex-husband was black, but he had a tiny dick. So it was funny because I thought for years, because he was the first guy I had sex with, I thought he had a big dick because I'd never watched porn either because I was super Christian. And so for years, I was like... Everybody be like, oh, your husband's black. He's got a huge dick. And I was like, yeah, his dick's huge. His dick's amazing. It's crazy. And then I left him and moved to San Francisco and slept my first, first white guy. And I was like, wow, your dick is huge. And he's like, six inches is pretty standard. Come, you are oh, terrible. Wow. Sad, boys. Damn, that was good, Pam. Oh, that, that's Appreciate just a true story. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm just wow. getting turned out. I'm turning 46 this year, and I just learned how to have rad sex. Like, it took me this long. Because the oh, 90s... Late, you're a late bloomer. Nothing wrong well, with that. 90s, you sure it didn't take this long? <laughs> uh, yeah, we tried for years, and it was that long, and it didn't work. But, like, well, it's well. crazy now, because now I'm single, and it's COVID. So I can't like, be all turned out. Oh, you can't out. mingle. You can't. And I have a fucking IUD. So, and I've never, this is one of the things I'm most, there are two things that I'm very proud of. One, I've never seen the movie Titanic. Two, I've never had an STD. I'm Ooh. 46 years old and I've never had an STD. And Congrats. I've never seen Titanic. And I think that those two things are, are linked. somehow intimately connected. Yeah. I don't Actually, know how that works. The Venn, di Venn diagram of it overlapping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Cone, maybe you could give her an IOU to try out her IUD. <laughs> ah! <laughs> as long as it's not an IED, I don't want to like, I don't want to explode inside my uterus. Hurt yeah. locker. Hurt no. Hurt you can use an IUD with my IEP. China, because you have an IUD. <laughs> well, it's uh, it, it is a hurt locker because the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus, and they have really large benches, and that's painful. And they're still making, you know, like uh, choices for me. <laughs> this is cool. Yay, abortion like jokes! Yay. Yay, abortion jokes! I'm three years older Yay. than her first abortion. Shannon is 27. She could have many abortions ahead of her. Many. Many jokes. Whole life ahead of you, Shannon. Sky's the limit. She's she's not into the what guy. <laughs> like I said, you know. <laughs> you said the sky's the limit. Which guy? No. I, ah! <laughs> oh, this guy. This guy. Oh. This guy's the limit. Me, I ain't fucking her. I'm not fucking her with a stolen dick. You ain't the guy. <laughs> This is a classic Jersey comedy. Oh, don't worry, John. You're too old for me. Oh. It's all right, Shannon. 
Did he say with a it's, stolen? Isn't that like a delicious like? It, it's red a very Jersey meat? thing to steal dicks. Yeah, it's it's a Jersey thing. It's a Jersey thing. Stolen. Yeah, it's it's. Like, We're a South Park like, episode. You know, you know, like you know, you would do. Yep, things way to go, South Park. I mean, that's basically teaching all the next car. generation of kids. What'd you say, John? You know how you would do things with a stolen car that you wouldn't do with your own car? Like drive it? Like, like yeah, off-road it and fuck it up. Like dry mm. hump it? <laughs> so, so fuck if the I muffler. stolen a dick, I still wouldn't fuck Shannon with it. I... Oh, why you gotta be mean to your friends? I'm not being fine. her. I'm being nice to her. She's been raped so many times that she don't even want to see a dick. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's cute exactly. that he didn't. I think it's cute. John said he didn't didn't deny that they were friends. That him and Shannon were friends. That's nice, John. That's right. Don't worry, That's right. Sam. This is just how we talk to each other. It's it's yeah. fun. That's right. It's a Jersey thing. The only it's all yeah. about love, Pam, because we don't have all that good weed and all that awesome practice. Oh, Thank you. The only the only threesome I've ever Pam, had. Pam, for women. Jersey, it's called peace, yeah, love, and fuck it. Peace, love, and fuck it. Oh, what do you nice. fuck? It, whatever it is, so. only in her mind, oh. only in her mind. So you had a threesome, did you, Pam? I did. I had a threesome, but it was. Were you was, on the rotisserie? Was it a devil's threesome? No, it was three rotisserie. women. The only threesome. I, I mean, I've been in an orgy, so that's five people plus, and that's different. A lot of orgies. Is but the only. Wrong. Well, I mean, I'm from San Francisco, and I've been to Burning Man a bunch of times. But the only threesome I've ever had was with two other women. And, you and I, we should talk. And and we wasn't even like none of us batted for the other team. It's just that we were all best friends. And one of my friends, she'd just been broken up Classic. with. One of my friends had just been broken up with, and she was so broken up. She was so sad, so sad. And we're hanging out, and we're drinking, and we're upstairs, and she's like, we were like, what just can we eat my pussy. I'm so sad. Exactly. But we were like, what can we do for you? What can we do to make you feel better? And she you said, my box. she said, I could come. And I was like, all right. So my other friend and I, who neither, all three of us, none of us really swing that way, but we were like, this is our best friend and we really want to facilitate her needs. Girls because, really care about their friends. Yes, we fucking what? care. Let me just tell you of right course. there, Pancake. If you ever life. spoke up with Pam, I wouldn't blow you. I don't care how sad you are. <laughs> I don't give Make a clear. shit how upset and depressed. I'm not blowing you. Well, and you're not then that's me. the difference between men and women because oh, I yeah. was like... I'm gonna blow you. So I'm going down on my best friend, and my other friend sent us there, and she's working with the boobs and doing other things. Just nodding, yes. And oh, my yeah, buddy, right? So my buddy, I'm working I, on her, and my buddy honest. says to me, she says, "Hey Pam, I know you're trying hard, but do you like downstairs in the kitchen have a a cucumber, a carrot, anything?" And I was like, "Oh, oh women oh. are so hard to please. Like I right. couldn't." I did. I went downstairs and I got her a carrot. But like my. What about your fingers? Like what's I was trying and they weren't good enough. I, oh, that's fucked up. I know. You I understand tell me like to be a dude. Your fingers are so inadequate. It's so you inadequate. To get a carrot. I had to. I had to work hard. We got it done though. The moral of the story is we she fucking came. got it done. My friend happy came. Story. She felt so good. She was so happy. Did she squirt? She had been crying. Um, no, she didn't squirt. No. Oh. Squirting usually comes from G-spot stuff, so if you're going for mm -hmm. the clitoral stimulation, you aren't usually going to get the 
squirty squirt squirt. Uh, so how'd you like eating box, Pam? Right. I mean, it was fine. I. It's not. It was Did like hurt? it was my. Okay, so it was my best friend. So mm -hmm. I'm a hundred percent down with that. Like, yeah, I want to taste my best friend. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. And so we're, so who was the third girl? Really oh, care my, about them our friends. other friend. The, it's all veterinarians. My other friend sent us. It was a bunch of. I'm not a veterinarian. You guys filmed that by any chance? No, and we should have. Oh. That's right. the so when you were on your hands and knees with your face in the other girl's snatch, did the other Describe girl like finger you or fuck no, you? No, so the whole thing was ass? that. No, it was that I was going down on her. And my buddy was like making out with her and playing with her boobs and stuff. So I did all the heavy lifting, Honestly, which is why, which is why she wanted the cucumber because I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. That's the other thing is that I'm the worst person to be in a threesome with because I was, I'd only had, and this is this is actually, I, this is I don't consider this cheating on my husband because it was with two oh. girls. But this was this was while I was married. I and and I'd, I'd with only Your husband been, is the black guy with the tiny dick, My right? husband was a black guy who we never, we were both super Christians. We were the first people we had sex with. And he didn't, and he, he'd get mad. This is the craziest thing. This is why we got divorced. Is that my best friend, my <laughs> other best friend, she'd be in the bed with me and we'd wake up and cause he was emergency veterinarian. So we worked nights and weekends. So we'd come home at like, Monday morning at eight or whatever, and she and I would be in bed together, and we'd be like, "Get in bed with us," and he was like, "That's gross and weird, and I don't know what's wrong." And I was like, oh. "Why don't you want them? This is my best friend, and we're totally anyway." He just didn't because the minute yeah, he puts you know, your best friend, she's no longer your best friend. Well, he, no, and then he that's, said, that's "Then nice after that moment, he said, so now I need to be." Not only do I have to be worried about every guy I ever see, but I have to be worried about every girl I ever see. He should have. I was like, yeah, he's right. we should get divorced. But this was like years before we got divorced. So oh, he was just very freaked out about like, and we were, I mean, and I was raised super Christian. So that's the crazy thing right now is like, I'm turning 46 this year and I'm finally getting Congrats. turned out. Like I didn't even yeah. know what sex could be like until I started menopause That's and sad. now I'm like oh damn like wow <laughs> this this is what it wow. was the whole time yeah <laughs> this is what you're yeah missing. all fisting and rosebuds well and all the rosebuds. here's the thing no fisting because I've never had a baby so my vagina is very very small like Tight. and that's the beauty of it I was with the same guy for 13 years and I thought he had a huge dick because he was black but he really had a small dick so I haven't been Step stretched around. out at all like I'm like wow I and I'm so scared year old low mileage vagina on Craigslist <laughs> right I know I know if I could Put some frosting on the cupcake. I could uh, maybe make some money. Hey, you know what you call 365 used condoms? Mom? A good a year. A good year. Uh, <laughs> I have an IUD. That's the other thing, is it? It's so... An IUD is, like, crazy. And to have, I, and I've, I, I'm, like a, I'm like a fucking unicorn. I've, I've never had an STD, and I have an IUD. And I've had sex with like less than twenty people, and I'm forty six. So it's wait, weird. what's your what's your Mac? What's wait, wait, people? How many people? Like less than twenty. Do you have an actual like number? 
Less than 20. I'm just going to say less than 20. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. In my so, 30s, in my 30s, I was very, very drunk. So, so I, I oh. only had sex with one guy from when I was 19 until I was 32. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to San Francisco, and I sort of hoarded out a little bit. But my fingers, yep, yep. <laughs> I was very, 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 very drunk for many years. So I don't even remember. remember. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Damn, I'm almost at your number, and I'm 20 years younger than you. Oh. Well, I'm. I'm. Rapes don't count, Shannon. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. called oh. eight. There's oh. rape jokes on this one. Sex in the hot tub in your parents' house. I was. Wait a minute. I was it's called prom on a cruise, and you fuck each other in the bathroom. Yeah, I've been on a cruise. Okay, so I was on a cruise when I was 18, and it was before I had sex, and I actually got graduation. to go. But I got to go Don't backstage. He only finger banged me. I got to go backstage at like the the um, uh, on the cruise ship, and it was crazy because I was 18, and I was it was so great because I was upstairs in the um, where people. I was so greatly finger banged. Yeah, well, no, it was. So I was. Rolling I, I was upstairs. I was upstairs at the. Where they're gambling, the, the casino thing. And um, I was fall. everyone was playing craps. And I was like, all right. And this guy was like, just follow me and everything's fine. Ew, you played with your crap? Yeah. So crabs. I, 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 I didn't get craps, but I did oh. make like $400 on craps. And then that. That's why you don't have sex on beaches. The, the guy finished his day at the table or whatever. And he was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm a person. And he brought me back backstage oh. and they're not supposed to do that and i got to be in like their cabin area and he finger banged me and then i was like eh, i'm out of here and then i went back to my room and i ended up because i had puked i puked 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 and uh and the We're next done. morning i had to go he shook you up with that finger bang he shook me up with the finger bang but i was super drunk and the next morning i i had to go kayaking with my dad we were in Alaska. We were on an Alaskan cruise, and we got to, oh, wow. we got to. Um, it was crazy. We were in a kayak together, and I threw up over the side, and it was great because the fish, all the salmon, came up and ate my puke. And my dad was like, "Damn, girl, this is rad. We should be fishing right now." And they, and he made fun of mm -hmm. me the whole day. He's like, "So you're never gonna Roasted. drink again? You're never gonna drink again?" It's like I'm never drinking again. I'm never drinking again. It's like you're never gonna drink again. You ever gonna drink it? And then we got off the um, the kayak, and there was a bar in Ketchikan, and he was like, uh, "You're supposed to be 21, but do you want a drink?" And my dad bought me a drink. <laughs> Bro, set you up for that. And I still remember when I was dad. in Puerto Rico at 16 years old. They had this like sing contest, so you had to guess the song and shit. And I got it right, the 90s song, Ice Ice Baby, so they clearly thought I was old enough to grab a fucking drink. Yeah! You get it, Sean. Yeah, they were supposed to have, like, one of those uh, strawberry daiquiris in Virgin, as my mom thought it was going to be, but it turned out to be the real strawberry daiquiri. Mm. Oh. We're talking Puerto Rican-style daiquiris here, not mm. New Jersey Shore daiquiri. No, this is two shots of rum. Puerto Rican goes harder. Every daiquiri. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't give a shit about. We're on top of the swing of the, of the club here, so I'm literally in a cage, sitting on top of a swing with my daiquiri, while people are jamming out the club tune. So I'm like in a freaking cage, like a stripper at 16 years old, man. I I felt like I was on the top of my I was probably like on top of the fucking world, man. 
Oh, wow. This is 11 years ago. 11 years. 11 years ago. Yeah, give or take. 26, yeah. 20, well, 16, yeah, 15 to 27, yeah. This is this is 2009. I was no, I was 15 and a half because I was going to be 16 in January. So this happened over winter break, which I was still 15 and a half. So cute. Should we clap? Um, guys, I'm gonna head out to bed. So. Oh, you're gonna go to sleepy? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're I over here. To do more. We're on the west coast. We're like, we're still awake, and I'm gonna take some what, more. What time is it? Right? Uh, there's, I, I don't know what time it is. What time is it? It's what time. It's ten twenty-six. Our time. Oh, it's one twenty-six. So our time. Twenty-six. Your time. Oh. Crazy Thanks for place. having me. Tilted Cone. Peace. Tell your friends. Hashtag sad. Thank Bye. Thank you. Please Bye, be Tom. friends with me. Please Bye. like me on or um, be friends with me on Facebook because we can do I know I added you already. So We have yeah. so much time on Mutiny Radio. I'd love to do anything with any of you. You can Down. call in. We can talk about God. We can talk about sex. We can do whatever you want. There's, fun. And there's people listening and we get 500,000 downloads a month at the station as a whole. So. Ooh, yeah, fresh. I know. So each individual nice. show, what's going to happen? I don't know. Let's what's, do some shows together. Yeah, what's the station name? I want to add you. What's the station name? It's Mutiny Radio. How do you spell that? M-U-T-I-N-Y. Like as in, as in we're leaving this ship. We're doing Okay, I got it. I got it. I like it. Please find us, follow us. I've been doing, and you can call me 415-550-0511 instead of doing the Zoomy hey, thing. Numbers out. Love, 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 love. Bye, 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 bye. You're all amazing. This has all been super fun. Yay. Uh, the whole meeting ended. It's fine. She ended the meeting. It's perfect. Yay. That Yay. was fun. I kneeled for so long. I gave you a chair. I know you wanted to give me a chair, but I couldn't do it. Offered. That was so fun. You're going to join this group now. Oh, no. You're doing another one. I should close the no, door. No, no, so no. This is just a Facebook group that you can join at your leisure. Uh, thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. No one lives upstairs anymore, so it's easy. We can be here all the time, and it doesn't even matter. Because no one lives upstairs. I want to try to make myself live upstairs. I Or not... I want to, if, if anyone has lots of money and they don't know what to do with it and they need like a tax thing, like let's say that you're a rich person, let's just say that you're a rich person and you have a lot of money you have to spend and you want to not pay taxes. What I would love for you to do is, um, it's only 5,500 bucks a month upstairs and wow, if you could just give me Twenty thousand dollars, so that I could have upstairs. Just twenty thousand. Just, just for three and a half months. I just want upstairs for three and a half months because what I want to do is bring comedians from all over the country or whatever, any artists, and they live upstairs, and then they have to work downstairs, like being creative and amazing or whatever, and we just create all this beautiful, awesome work. Maybe they're um, maybe they're writing fucking screenplays or whatever and then people come down here and they read them because mutiny radio is a theater it just doesn't have sets props costumes it's just theater of the mind bro and everyone's like why don't you have video 
What's wrong with you? Why don't you have video? And I say, because... I don't know why, because ephemery is great. I I don't want anyone to see me. I'm great with my voice being out in the world, but I don't like... The camera on me doesn't make me look pretty. So I'm not into it. And I've been doing, I've been alive in this body for 46 years. So, or 45 years, almost 46. So there's nothing to the stage aspect of comedy. It can all be put on a CD. Well. All of it. I mean, as long as there's an audience while I'm doing it, I'm into the ephemery of art and that it happens when it happens. And then it's gone. But I like the audio of it. I'm fine with the audio because in your mind, you get to create your own pictures. But I understand that the world, as the way that we do it now, people are uncreative and boring as dog shit, and they can't handle an imagination. And so they need everything to be... Spoon-fed. Spoon-fed into them. And how many... You got to walk us through every little bit. Maybe even act it out, you know? Well, I like act outs, but... And you can't... How did you find those people, Pancake? Uh, I got into some trouble, and I, I made some friends. No, really, they're from... Um, they're from a group that Jen Perez uh, found. Well, that group needs to come to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2021, if it actually exists. Mm. Ha-ha! I like Joan Hollywood. He's, he's like, one of my favorites. Everyone in that room was amazing. And they let me go on for too long. They let me be a star, which wasn't fair. <laughs> well, you had to... You were you were the spotlight new star. Um, you were my guest. Yeah. I had to introduce you. Pam's funny sometimes. I've been having a lot of fun on these Friday shows because, like I said, I I only get once a week to do comedy in front of people. So I've been I've been actively working much harder at comedy than I ever have before. Hmm. In that. I'm writing a ton of material, and I'm... Parents are quick to protect. Material. Perform as ah, much as you can. Yeah, I know. Right? Mm-hmm. But don't, don't dry the well. Don't tap the well no, until I it's mean, dry. No, but uh, that's, for me, that's impossible because I've been doing comedy for coming up on nine years. The, the well has... Like, um, on Friday, I did a joke. I did a KKK joke. The KKK. I did a joke I haven't done in seven years. And when I used to do it, it got titters. But I did it on Friday, and it killed. And I was like, so what's... Is it that... I mean, it's the same joke that I wrote seven years ago that never worked. But now it works. And is that? It's That's gotta, good. It's got to be because I'm funnier. But then I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, there are some comics that come up with a punchline before a joke. 
They're like, I just need to use this. David tells, uh, I saw him live in uh, uh, 2004. And he had a joke and it went, it was so silly. He went, I have a joke. It goes like something, something, slit the size of a nutstick. And I was like, ah! <laughs> You're a genius! It was great. And, uh, I, but I've always, that was so, it was crazy because we were at the, uh, we were at the Irvine Improv and David Tell was up there and we were at the first show and he'd been drinking um, gin and tonics out of a straw and we were, everyone was clearing out the room for the second show. And I leapt up on the stage, and I took his straw. It was a blue straw. Oh. I took his straw and took it home. And we chopped it into three, and my friends and I did cocaine. And that's so loud. <laughs> we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is David Tell's motherfucking straw. Yeah. That was pre-COVID, obviously. Oh, my God. That was like in... Most obviously. All right. Well, thank you for like indulging me and letting me meet those nice people. You're welcome. That's cool. Zoom rooms aren't always dumb and stupid, I guess. Not always. Uh, but sometimes, with that group, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't ever know who's gonna flip out and flash something. That uh, no one wants. A dick or tits? Everyone likes both. tits. Both. Everyone did both. Mm. And it was bad. It was like a used car sale. Mm. Not good. Lemons. Well, this has been fun. Uh, I'm going to put the night playlist back. Do that. See how that works, everybody. The sound comedy works. I don't know. I don't know how comedy works anymore. I don't know how anything works. Uh, I know that I'm going to put on the late night playlist at this point. Yes. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Bye.
to right feet on backwards tackle nonsense in a sensical sensual causal relationship of worldly matters of materially frantastic eli motioning questions of checkery and balanced an even more set of throws into the early to be evening if that was your time of night and it was not to stop bother or just that it was slowly changed and to the left again patter as if that pattern was gently dipped into a spiky street of electrics whizzed by with the murmurs of hearts neatly tucked behind stereos while mild chatter of the news events of a day yet to come more was happening a world away as it always was and thus reported into the airwaves if you were inclined or reclined to listen or let it flow into as the fm programming you choose to start your day when the day becomes and turns away the night which you forget for the purposes of sanity, yet seek it again on a regular basis to maintain such a staticity of non-forgetfulness, only slightly to offset the ends of sanity again, and again, which oddly fits your design, or did and does by memory alone, as you may be in these moments as listening again, what is it that continues the forces of life inside any of us, or simultaneously all of us, and also what brings death and is that in sequence or altogether? Is death perhaps overworked these days, and should we feel sorrow for a job which ought not to return a lot of satisfaction to such a non-forced force of zeroing out, or is it a time of jubilee for the finals to be lifted and sorted or tossed around on sleds into a trucked city vehicle while their families wander from far away if they'll see their child in the stars the very evening, or perhaps next week, and wait. It was a ghost town. This town outside of town, where the reported and seemingly dead arrived, in a bus, to a bar which nay served alcohol, at a time which was neither between day or night, and as it unloaded, the people on it, looked forward and around a bit, and didn't talk or offer each other a help of any kind, for that's what got them into this predicament. And it was a predicament, preceded by a non-behavior and thrown under, their arms like the pillow they brought to bed and perhaps still had clinging on as some to the last bits of electrics which grounded them to this, the planet of their choosing, as delivered their lifetime ago by that hopped-up beast of perhaps a stork, or shot out of a cannon as they now remembered, making their way towards a new challenge, delivered at that very hospital, or one near and far away from their hearts, which were no longer beating themselves up like the drummer they perhaps followed, or perhaps even made a sound in motion to start their own circle, and did. Well did, was the operative word here, and there was no operation. For some this was a relief and for others they'd hoped of a bit more fervor in their demise, instead of this old bus, which was now pulling away to get some more. And the more company it brought, you'd think the mood would change, or that the party would start, and that life would begin again for these souls without narrow pair of sock on some, perhaps too rich to go poor on the streets they loved, or even not given the chance to go mad and rediscover a world of living before they unchoose to, well, what had happened? Death was standing over, just there. But he had a sort of uniform on. Not the usual one you'd expect, big black coat with cold black eyes you couldn't see. And he had a voice. Again, not the usual tonal somber one you'd see in film but a quiet common directing voice, as he took out a map and motioned to a set of others on where this next lot was meant to settle. A settlement for the dead. On this planet? Or in it? There was a hole up ahead. Some people were already walking towards it, perhaps that's where they were meant to go in such a malaise of non-reasoning, they reasoned with each other and some began to point. The men pointed back at them and motioned. 
there was a young man, or perhaps a young woman though likely it was a man and based on his pajamas he'd been comfortable up until a moment ago, or several, counting the Riga's route which the bus took on its way up here. Or was it down here? He pondered. The lights were still visible from where he stood, that way over there. That warm city, and now this cold plot and plotted bit of land with a warmish hole. That was their reasoning. The man's name had to be reminded to himself at this moment, by the too soon pair of other uniformed men who approached him and called to his attention his new identification. It goes on your toe, sir, was a bit of laughter from the other. We tag him and bag him and you have made a grade up to the other level one said. Oh. It's just I. Was a stammering about to happen. He thought he'd get his bearings first, but time in this place was not a luxury as it was on the, and where am I? Level K, said the other. That's where we're taking you. Answers to his questions were not forthright and he decided he would walk along and discover what the men were up and about. They looked down at his feet and turned with each other and walked a bit in the direction our character was thinking of going in anyway. They all moved forward. One had a radio, and it placarded every 30 seconds or so. No audio and there was a solemn understanding between the men, who moved in their usual way and as if they had some regular duty here, and they did. To deliver this man to the level, as stated, K. A small door appeared lit only by the seam to show that there were electrics inside, and perhaps life he thought. I mean who would power the electrics, and perhaps there was heat. It was dimly cold and wet outside, and he'd hoped for perhaps a cocoa once they'd arrived at a resting spot. The door opened and a middle-aged woman motioned them in. Inside was just a couch, and a television which was not turned on, and he sat as was motioned to do so, and they left. He fiddled with the couch and sat for a bit, then decided to lay down and wait for something else to happen. His eyes closed. Closure, he thought to himself as in close again, and now on a couch. He'd just left his bed, and how? Odd he couldn't remember. What about the night before? Still nothing. Though he recognized his own pajamas. They were a gift, for he'd never consider wearing clothes to bed until people started buying them at holidays. Birthday. His mind sprang a bit. Yeah, he remembered that. Well the word anyway, but forgot the date. Hum. He hummed to himself. The couch was comfortable still, and still, and as he was, was noticing the something-nothing around him was as familiar as his memory of forgetfulness. He was kind of enjoying the non-enjoying and hoped it would last for a while too, when a chime chimed. You're up top to the young women, through a door which appeared only momentarily and lingered lit and hopeful for his arrival through it and onto something new and perhaps exciting. I wouldn't bet on it the young women held the door open still. Oh, what? Exciting, isn't it you'll think to yourself as you walk towards me and perhaps it will be, but I've never seen it her eyes bobbed a bit over his pajamas. He was noticing that everybody was noticing his pajamas, including himself and he smiled now and turned up towards the lady and decided to make a change. James, he offered a glance over her in his hand to shake it if she was so undesirable to do so. Oh she shook his hand and her lips tilted towards a similar smile in a manner liking to him. Your new home is it? Last one left you behind? Well we've got you here and in the now she offered a bit more of herself as light conversation. Oh, well good, I mean. 
It's nice to. I mean. See. I mean look at you. Still human right? Aren't we? A bit more of that and we'll all be in to spring in no time she beamed a bit more here come along and listen. And put her arm around him as they both walked into the level while she let the door close behind them. There is more conversation through here, and there. And. She motioned there. The ideas are sorted throughout but I think you will find they're color-coded to your liking. At least I think so. The mats are for player playfulness, not resting, and the coffee pot is locked up. But I'll get you a cup if you'd like. Caffeine at this time of night though, I wouldn't recommend it, but some do. Just up ahead the hallways were opening and rooms became larger, with a twisty maze of passages broken off from left to center and they appeared to light up as he saw people walking around and through them, with some evidence of direction. Some were carrying notebooks and others simply appeared and disappeared in their gowns without shoes, of varying colors. Yes, I'd love a cup. It'll just get me started you know. I mean it was a long. He'd forgotten about the bus. He'd forgotten about the door he'd remember this place, surely. And he looked over to her to see what she was about to say. Synaptic haptics the stated in plain technical language. It's the engine which runs this place. Thought up by thought itself. Kind of a miracle it works at all, and that's kind and to the point. You'll discover in a second and she handed him a coffee. It was black and sweet, and a bit artificial tasting and he sucked at it and it was warm and he kept the cup at his side and thought to speak. So what do you do here? I mean besides this he attempted a light bit of conversation he was sort of used to, in these types of situations which had now become rare enough. I bring the people who power the machine, and you're it. Would you like to know more? Because I would. We all would, and the last one just fired. Oh good there's still some in there, I thought I'd have to push you in the chute but things seem to still be functioning. Shoot. Shoot. Oh that there. Well I wouldn't jump in there, it's frightening you'd have to push me. They both smiled. Yes, that's what I do, normally. But we have some time, would you like to take a walk? They did walk around the outside, as it was in this place of interior. And occasionally they saw some people, and mostly it just hummed, and they talked and she reminded him of some of the tools of coping he'd forgotten, and while he didn't need coping now, he thought he might, and might remember, and if anything it was that, and her smile and they carried on about the place, and, well about the place and what it was for and for whom and why indeed and however and so and so about who the guy was walking, and then about the drawings on the walls they were passing, and the variety of colors which were always just on the sides of them as they passed through each space. Things were indeed warm at this moment, and he looked at her again, this time with familiarity and friendship, and was hopeful they could stay together for some time more, and that they'd discover this place and see it in the new light, and carry each other on in conversation and fluidity and that it would be good for the pair of them. If you'd like, was her verbal response to his nonverbal reckoning. It's more and more like yourself the more you put into it, you'll find that, and it'll find you and bit more at a time while we're all comfortable, and that's the idea she smiled jokingly. The idea she repeated it's just that's the point of this place. Two of you, the idea. Welcome to level K. We're off to a good start, I thought you might. And here we are. Fab. If you have any more, I'm keen to listen she listened. 
Hear that warble up ahead? That's you. We'd best keep be walking while it's still an idea and she took his hand, perhaps warmed by the coffee, but very likely by the idea of a place to have something, and hold it gently, and that wasn't the artificial sweetener talking. This place was a good idea, and he smiled to himself as gently as she touched his fingers, and carried himself up a bit with her, to the level, as it lit up and fired and the visuals became deeper and he even touched the walls sometimes and they glowed, and he looked at her and she glowed, and it was pretty damn magical for this time of a lifetime to discover her in such a place, and so they flowed into it, and it flowed, and when they stopped, it still happened around them, and when then moved, there was a bit of zippiness but it stayed with them. Well, we've reached 88 lines of code she stamped her feet gently as he just noticed her light shoes for the first time you know that's your little joke, and it's time for punch up punch tape light conversation. Here let's put on a bit of music. Thanks for the idea. The music came on and they smiled and continued on to walk and silently talk a bit, observing the synapses which fired in the vision which appeared on the walls and it was fine and on and on they wanted to go. Which was a good start. I have a little joke too. He finally said out loud. Oh? You were fired. And he dove into her and kissed her everywhere at once. Illuminating the entire place with a spark which went off into every direction, just for a second, which seemed like the life and worth living for that instant and a lifetime, and instantaneously it was and is. That's just a little synaptic joke. He grinned at her. She was still lit up and look at her arms, throwback she grinned, and welcome to the happenings of haptics. You've made a great day egg drop butter stop drop on. That's funny coming from you. The next one's better. And it was, and was again, and again. And they fired each synapse they chose, and sparked with love at each quarter of an idea that made them look at each other, in their eyes, or eyes to any part that needed sparking, and they understood. For that was this place, and they continued and met each other and stayed themselves of course, and sometimes carried each other on in lighter conversation, or as they overheard the walls talking to them, and then they would suddenly smile and it would happen again. They banged on the brain walls just for the fun of it, and fell over as they were toppled about, and onto each other. And that made them laugh more and they rolled around and stayed here and there for a bit more each time, and sometimes they ran, if it was their choosing. And sometimes they posed and talked about the art which should be here and over there and sometimes they saved each other from a dull dream of underthinking, or over non-participating, and they had now and continued to begin, and know they had always been with each other, as electrics. And electrics didn't falter. Not here in this purity of space, and space gap they fired it, and fired it again, and rang a bell and kicked the walls and made it jump and they tuned an orchestral of sound and it rang through the chambers, and they found the corner of this place, and would create anything they wished for a time and time again, which they found with each and again too. And it was good. Dash. The preceded Arikolodit modis are built and maintained for the inspirational inspired set of living juxtapositional elements which bring rocks to the ocean and women into fluffy places where cuddly was in fact, invented. Maintained with jesterly use of material speculatory. We shine on the dark or believe it's for two and a half feet of tubing with the heat meant just for the now and now again, as needed. Take two. Aqua Q.
original host of the program, Henry VII, who is still mired in an existential crisis of epic proportions. It's been going on for centuries now. So I, the pretender to the throne, will be taking up the reins and bringing you the very best of progressive rock and roll, the way God intended for it to be. Thank you very much. We are here at mutinyradio.fm at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios with the impresario supreme, Pamela Benjamin, a, a character and a comedian and an all-around sparkling individual who will be at Asiento this evening from 7.30 on for an open mic at 21st and Florida. Come on by. It's a beautiful night here in the Mission District of San Francisco. Once again, my name is Perkins Warbeck. I'm bringing you two hours of progressive rock and roll. Rock and roll that, for the most part, I believe you probably haven't heard before. I think that everybody knows about Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yes, Genesis, King Crimson... We don't play a lot of that here, and certainly don't play Rush. This is a no-Rush zone. We're playing stuff that um, I think that you'll really like. I'm going to start right off now with a track from Bruford. Bill Bruford, the original drummer for the band of Yes, went on in the late 70s, started his own band. Alan Holdsworth was on guitar. He's a, truly a great. And this track is called Hell's Bells. It's the first track of his album called Bruford. Enjoy. You are listening to Mutiny Radio.fm. Okay. 
That was Porcupine Tree. Name of the track was The Start of Something Beautiful. Before that, we heard Hydria Space Folk, a contemporary progressive rock outfit. Name of the song was Cane Bosum. And before that was Melting Euphoria. The song was Flying Eyes Like Saucers. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. I'm your host, Perkins Warbeck. I'm sitting in for the existentially addled Henry VII, who's just week after week cannot seem to get it together enough to feed himself, wash himself, and let alone make it down to the radio station to proclaim the good news of progressive rock and roll to the world. And so that's why I am here. I, they call me a pretender to the throne, but I'm the one in the throne, and he is not. Before we go on, I'd like to thank our sponsors for the Gates of Delirium, Sackbutt and Crumhorn, the law offices of Sackbutt and Crumhorn. They are criminal lawyers with criminal minds for criminals like you. No moral hurdle is too high for them to overcome in their quest get you off and take their cut. And we'd also like to thank Alfred down at Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred is bringing the trousers. <laughs> Alfred never, never disappoints. Come on down to, if you're in the greater Des Moines area, come on down to Alfred's World of Trousers, where you'll find endless acres of trousers to meet your every wish. You wouldn't believe how trouserless you have been until you find the staggering variety of trousers available at Alfred's World of Trousers. Thank you, Al. We're going to get into something that I'm sure you've all heard before. This is the second side of Thick as a Brick by Jethro Tull, one of my very favorites. I'm going to attempt to, before we go any further, find exactly where we want to start here, because it's not right at the beginning. Let's see if I can... Uh, Stand by, stand by, it's going to be good. The wait is going to be worth it. Anyway, we're here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio. Under the auspices of the sparkling and energetic Pamela Benjamin, who is a comedian of note here in San Francisco, and all points west of the Mississippi. Thank you, Pamela, for making all of this possible. Right now, we're going into Thick as a Brick, the second side of Thick as a Brick. This is going to be 20 minutes long, so kick back and enjoy. Stand by, stand by. I have to uh, negotiate the technology here. There we go. We'll be there briefly. Technology these days, what do you know?
to pick up your dead As the sins of the fathers are fed With the blood of the fools and the thoughts of the wise And from the pen under your bed Let me make you a present of song As the wise man breaks wind and is gone While the fool with the hourglass is cooking his goose and the
Well, the thickest of brick got cut off a little bit there because of um, we just had a 13.9 earthquake here in the Mission District, centered right here at 21st in Florida. Uh, my apologies for the interruption of that very, very outstanding piece of sonic goodness. We're going to that was thick as a brick by Jethro Tull. I'll never forget the first time I heard that. It was everything I ever wanted from rock and roll. I don't know if anybody likes that more than I do. If you do, let me know. Give us a call here at 415-550-0511. Tell me how much you love Thick as a Brick and all of progressive rock. If you're over 50 and you're female, I want to marry you. So we'll call me and we'll work that out. We're going to move on to... Frank Zappa, right now. Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. The name of this track is Inca Rose. Say hey. 